Hey everyone, it's Denise here. Welcome back to my Blacadian universe. Let's jump right into it today. This is what I want to talk about. Uh, basically, is it okay to hate black people now? So, there are studies emerging um, about uh, a change in uh, North America that's happening in perception of racism, just about uh, more racist incidents uh, happening, and they are being linked to the election of uh, Mr. Trump as President of the United States. Um, you know, there's a lot about uh, whether or not Mr. Trump is racist. You know, he has the support or he hasn't actually come out against uh, white supremacists in so many words. I mean, he has and hasn't. Um, and there is this idea that uh, whatever the case may be, if he does it or doesn't, the perception is that he does support, um, you know, white supremacy. So... Uh, I, I think it, it feels, it gives people the power um, to feel like, you know, the leader of the free country is behind them, that, uh, that, that it's okay to voice their deepest, darkest, and maybe for some, uh, certainly not white supremacists, uh, not so dark and deep, um, their hatred of uh, non-white peoples. So... Um, I'm not surprised. I'm just going to put it out there. I am not surprised. And uh, I know I've told this story, I think, before. Just uh, I was in a university back in the day. I was in um, a course that discussed racism in Canadian history and uh, what that... Uh, course taught me and it wasn't just the professor that taught me it was the students in that class who taught me that there are a lot of racist people out there a lot of racists um and uh, it gave me uh, i was scared at the time my young impressionable uh self my teenage self was scared at uh the racist ideas that these people held and um frankly the only reason the, I knew that it was just law and order and society that was uh, basically stopping them from voicing it. They felt it. They believed it. They, it was ingrained in them, these racist thoughts. And it, the only reason they weren't acting on them was because they would get in trouble for it. And I remember just being, um, you know, my ideological university self, you know, I'm out there just, you know, wanting to be putting my mark on the world. And I just felt um, surprised that my peers, that these people, you know, I was in the same school as them. I was in the same course as them. My path of life led me to be, you know, rubbing shoulders with them. And still, uh, that didn't mean anything to them. I was less than... I was less than and um, to them and it just it shocked me it shocked me because uh, I, I thought uh, wrongly that uh, this was uh, I was on equal footing with these people and uh, that was a, a lesson that I learned that I carry with me to this day and um, I'm not surprised anymore. So when I hear these things in the news and I hear these stories, 
I'm not shocked because I, I'm right back there in that classroom where I knew and I know that the second that they got permission to voice their real selves, they would. They would. If they think the tide is turning where it's okay to start hating on, you know, non-white peoples, I, I know that some people would be front line and center ready to hate ready to spread their hatred out there and uh, I am no longer surprised by uh, by their actions so one of the stories that um, I enjoy is Chris Rock. Uh, Chris Rock is a sociologist. I know he his his official career is comedian but he is a people watcher observer and he he comments on them in an incredibly funny, hilarious way. So yes, I am going to tell a Chris Rock story right now. And uh, he's just talking about how he should never be, again, uh, like me, surprised by racism. And he always thinks that, you know, it's okay to put your guard down. You know, he's like, I'm rich, I'm famous. I just feel like, you know, uh, I'm butchering it. Uh, but he just says, you know, I'm, I just feel like I'm going to be, uh, <laughs> giving an interview for, you know, some sort of character that I'm doing for, um, some sort of, you know, movie, animated movie. And I'm, he's like, going to be talking about it. And, you know, he's getting inter <laughs> interviewed by Regis Philbin and, you know, he's just like, you know, Hey Regis, you know, what's up, you know, in this movie I play a zebra and then, you know, Regis <laughs> basically attacks him and calls him the n-word and so you know instead of being shocked and outraged you know Chris Rock's like ah I should have seen it coming should have seen it coming and of course it's hilarious because it's Regis and it's you know just him getting attacked during a movie promo but um it's one of those things where <laughs> I feel as a black person I mean feel free to, you know, comment, let me know what you guys think. I'm always interested in hearing about your feedback. Just, you know, I'm always on guard whenever I'm in white space, which we talked about in like white world in my way, I'm always prepared. You know, I'm out there and I'm bold and I'm being me. Um, but I'm always prepared for the attack. I'm always prepared for racism. And I never, ever, ever let my guard down. So uh, that's sort of what it is and um chris rock just sort of explains that perfectly uh to me so you're probably thinking what oh come on denise you're assuming that all white people are racist isn't that a little bit much how can you live your life like that i mean uh you're thinking everyone all white people are racist that's crazy and to that I would say yup yes I do yes I do assume all white people are racist I you have to prove to me that you're not you are guilty until proven innocent and that's just how I am that's just how I am uh that is just um and I've been proven wrong. I've assumed, I'm going to put it out there, put it out there for you. I've assumed the worst of people, the worst. And, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever stereotypes, whatever conditioning that uh, I've had received, you know, through the media, through TV, whatever the case may be. I've assumed, I, I'll be honest, I've assumed it, you know, uh, I've seen... 
uh, you know, out there. I've been out living my life and some white dude is staring me down and I'm like, this racist mother F, what the F are you looking at? And then I realize he's staring at me because he has a black wife and I'm like, oh, right. Give him a fist of solidarity. I'm like, I see you. I see you there with your black wife, you know, but I just, you know, that's where my mind goes immediately. I'm just like, what are you looking at? What, what What's going on there? You know, and the thing is, I won't even assume he's checking me out. Won't even assume a white guy's checking me out. I go right to this racist mother. That's what I'm thinking. So uh, <laughs> just uh, a little window into my, my thoughts and my mind there. Um... So, you know, and just on getting uh, picked up, just a funny story. I've had that conversation where, you know, some white guy is actually trying to hit on me. And then I'm shocked. I'm shocked, this poor man. And I'm like, what? What do you? And I'm just like, you know, stereotypical, angry black woman. I'm like, what? What? And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I'm married. I'm married. I'm good. But, <laughs> but yeah, my mind immediately, I'm just like, what are you looking at? No, no, don't talk to me. So, uh, again, just another tale of, uh, this tide that I'm feeling in my personal life, this change in perception, people more bold, um, hate non-black people is, um, I'm just walking down the business month street, minding my own business and some white gentleman shoulders me out of the way. Now, I live in the city. I live in Toronto, the T-Dot, and I am no stranger to people, rude people, just shouldering you and pushing you out of the way. Craziness. But this was different. This was hatred. This was a hate push. And I know the difference and I know, you know, oh, he's just some jerk or whatever the case may be. I know jerks and I know racists. And this is the kind of perception that people need to listen to. You need to open yourself up to listen to these kinds of cases because there are tons of stories of, you know, minorities, uh, Asian people, uh, Indian people, East Indian people, West Indian people, um, indigenous peoples and they tell you that there is a perception of racism and there's something you can't put your finger on but I can tell the difference I can tell the difference when some guy just wants to get on the train to someone who just says you don't deserve to be on my street I'm better than you get out of my way I know the difference I've been socialized to know that difference my whole life and that's the thing white people don't understand is that you can't lie to us you can't tell us that it was innocent we know the difference we know the difference just everything about our lives has been conditioned to know the difference you can't trick us you can't lie to us you can't make it any different and the the story is that and it's always been the case the people with the power which is white people right now get to rewrite the stories there's you can rewrite the story any way you want to make it seem like it was craziness but we know the truth is coming out the truth is coming out we're never going to go back and that's the other piece that I want to say I just need to say it out loud is that we are never going back to the way things were the reign of white superiority is over there there will be wars 
before it goes back. We're not just going to slide back into racistness and crap. It's on. It's on there just because Trump is president don't mean no thing. There, there is no way. There is no way with Barack Obama's in the world, with Michelle Obama's in the world, that we are just going to slide back into this sick, disgusting dichotomy of, you know, white power. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. So the people that are feeling bold right now, enjoy your five minutes, but you're going to get slapped down. You're going to get beat down. And let me just say it out there right now. Beyonce. Beyonce's in the world. Nobody. You're not going to be able to sell white superiority. You just show a picture of Beyonce and everyone's going to be like, mm, yeah, you're right. There's, you know, <laughs> you know, there, there ain't no white person better than that. That's what, that's what's going to go down. So, um, I just want to put a message out there that, uh, when I feel that kind of hate, when I feel that kind of perception on me, uh, it doesn't make me want to go quiet. It makes me want to be louder, be blacker, be out there, be blackadian, use that power of my voice to shut it down. You know, when that guy pushed me on the street, I just shouldered him back. I gave him a good old push and he stopped and he said something to me and I didn't even look. I said, you want to say something to me? You turn around and say it to my face. You say it to my face, but you pushed me. I push you back. Bam. That's how I live my life. That's who I am. That's a black woman right there. You want to push somebody? Try it. Try it on me. Ain't going to happen. Was it going to fall down? Kiss your feet? I don't think so. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed my rant. Um, I'll uh, talk to you next time. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Peace.